Hello and welcome! I release these episodes as one of my methods to hopefully help you find some good content on your locally streamed service, in hopes of saving you from wasting your own time searching through the endless catalogs for 40 minutes every time that you log in. This has also helped myself. I write down the ones that I have interest in on a short list on my phone, which I reference when I don't know what to watch next. Since the first day of the month tends to have a huge volume of new titles, I break the show into two parts. This episode covers the 1st through the 14th, and then I'll release the rest of the month's new content in part two on the 13th or 14th. Without Freddy ado, let's begin today's episode with Netflix. Also, I do have timestamps for each service in the description. Netflix on July 1st. To start out, both the Austin Powers and the Karate Kid trilogies will be released. Next are going to be a couple of anime options. There's a new season of Hunter x Hunter and Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway, which is a new Netflix movie. And now for a few rom-coms, if that's your thing. Life as We Know It, which is a 2010 rom-com that audiences tended to enjoy. The next one is Love Actually, a 2003 rom-com with much better ratings overall. Plus it's a Christmas movie if you happen to be in the mood for a... Christmas in the summer kind of day. And the last one here is going to be She's Out of My League, a 2010 comedy. It's a solid option for a lazy Sunday. The next several options are all well-received by either or both the audiences and the critics. We've got Kung Fu Panda, which is an animated film from 2008. Star Trek, the 2009 hit. Sword of Trust, which is a 2019 movie. I had not heard of the movie, but the plot sounds unique. A cantankerous pawn shop owner and his man-child employee team up with an out-of-town couple who are trying to hawk a Civil War-era sword inherited from a recently deceased grandfather. The sword comes with a convoluted report claiming the relic is proof that the South won the war. It isn't long before the item draws the attention of enthusiastic conspiracy theorists who are anxious to get their hands on the coveted sword. Up next is Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, which is a 2006 comedy starring Will Ferrell. And then Terminator 2, Judgment Day from 1991. It's an action sci-fi movie that was directed by James Cameron. If you've never seen the first two Terminator movies, hop to it. Terminator 2 is amazing, and FYI, Terminator is coming out on a different service, which I will mention later in this episode. Next... The Best of Enemies. It's a 2019 period drama about Civil War activist Anne Atwater facing off against a Ku Klux Klan member. And last up for this category, Zathura, A Space Adventure. I talked about this movie on my first episode of Messin' with Media. The next two movies are ones that I've got my eye on and hope to watch. First is Midnight Run, a 1998 action comedy starring Robert De Niro. And second is What Dreams May Come, which is a 1998 fantasy drama starring Robin Williams. It's about a man who dies and enters heaven. I've heard fantastic things about this movie, and I am excited to finally watch it. The next three I'm bringing up as sort of just so you are awares. First is going to be Mortal Kombat 1995, which I did a review on recently. Second is Not Another Teen Movie from 2001. And third is... The Strangers, from 2008. It's one of my favorite horror movies, however, you need to be in the right mood and atmosphere for this movie. It's a lights-out, 
phones face down, TV volume up kind of movie. It's a bit of a slow burn, but it's one that starts burning almost from the moment that you hit play. There is no 20-minute introduction into this couple's life where things are all happy and hunky-dory before the good stuff begins happening. So be ready to go with no distractions the moment you hit play. Moving to July 2nd. Throughout all of July, a new Netflix original film trilogy will be released. The first being Fear Street Part 1, 1994. And Parts 2 and 3 will each be released one week after another. They are based on the R.L. Stein book series, Fear Street. If you've been waiting for an R-rated Goosebumps option all of your life, it's finally here. This is exciting stuff. This trilogy is 100% on my watch list. The next movie is called Snowpiercer. It's from 2013. I've been recommended this movie plenty of times from many different people. I have no doubt that it is a great viewing option. The last one for July 2nd is... The Eighth Night, a new Netflix movie. It's a Korean horror film about a retired exorcist having to get back in the game. On July 6th, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, Season 2. It's a sketch comedy series. Personally, I didn't really enjoy what I saw of Season 1. On July 7th, a Netflix series called Cat People, Season 1, and another called Dogs, Season 2. On July 8th, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness Season 1, which is a computer-animated Netflix original. I've heard some buzz around this one. Then on July 9th, we have four options. Atypical, Season 4, and Fear Street Part 2, 1978 comes out. Then there's a new Netflix original series about how some of the most notorious dictators came to be. That series is called How to Become a Tyrant, obviously Season 1. And last up for the ninth is The Waterman, a new Netflix original. It is described as a drama about a boy who runs away from home in order to save his sick mother on a quest to find a mythical figure rumored to have the power to cheat death. And coming on July 14th is Heist, season one, a Netflix docuseries looking into real-life heists committed by relatively ordinary people. Moving on to HBO Max... There's always an extensive list of stuff coming and going for HBO Max on the first of the month. This month I was able to keep my list relatively short, but I will speak on them quickly. So, for July 1st, 8 Mile, which is a well-received movie about rapper Eminem's life growing up. Biodome, a movie from 1996 that I say you could give a try if you like very stupid toilet humor. It stars Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin as two idiot stoners who end up locked in a biodome with five scientists for a year-long experiment. Demolition Man, which is from 1993. It's a sci-fi action movie that definitely has its fans. Disturbia, a horror thriller that I rather enjoyed when it came out in 2007. Project X, a 1987 science fiction comedy drama which stars a young Matthew Broderick. I've heard this movie mentioned a few times in my life. I think it's a love it or hate it kind of movie. Check out the trailer if you're in the mood for an older movie that may tug at your heartstrings by the end of it all. Reservoir Dogs, a really good early Tarantino film from 1992. Definite recommend. It's a crime thriller drama. Rounders, another high recommend from myself. I will be speaking very briefly about this movie in a future episode of Messin' with Media titled It's a Cruel, Cruel World. Scream 1, 2, and 3, which are all well-liked 90s horror movies. Trick or Treat, 
a mid-2000s horror anthology film. If you like the genre, this is a must-see, and it's some people's favorite Halloween-themed movie. Every Tyler Perry movie, I think, is also being released. And last up for the first of the month is Warner Brothers' film premiere. As a COVID casualty, this movie was originally intended for theatrical release, but here we are in 2021 with an HBO Max release instead. That movie? No sudden move. It's a Steven Soderbergh film, which has a large cast of headliner actors, which includes Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, Ray Liotta, Matt Damon, and Kieran Culkin, just to name a few. You'll recognize more faces than that. The movie is set in 1955 Detroit and centers around a group of small-time criminals who are hired to steal what they believe to be is a simple document. Things will go wrong and they will work together to uncover what's really going on in this crime drama mystery. I will probably do a quick review on this one if possible. Moving on to July 3rd, we have Let Him Go, which is a 2020 Western mystery thriller with good to very good reception from both the audience and the critics. And we also have The White Lotus, which is a new HBO limited series premiere. It's a satire comedy miniseries set in an exclusive Hawaiian resort where it follows the vacations of various hotel guests over the span of a week as they relax and rejuvenate in paradise. With each passing day, a darker complexity emerges. It looks really well made, and the trailer was intriguing. On the 12th, there are two shows. First is Catch and Kill, the podcast tapes, a six-part docuseries based on a hit podcast and best-selling book about the uncovering-slash-exposing of Harvey Weinstein's crimes. FYI, it appears the finale will not be released until the 26th of the month. And up second is Wellington Paranormal, Season 1, originally airing in New Zealand in 2018, this has been a very well-received documentary horror comedy show. And I'm going to cheat and include July 16th for HBO Max because I'd like to plug that I'll be releasing a full review on the original Space Jam movie from 1996. So on the 16th, coming to theaters and HBO Max will be Space Jam, A New Legacy. It's a widely talked about Warner Brothers film premiere. Exactly how excited people are for it, I'm not sure. But I'll be doing a quick review on this after watching it. Now let's find out what's coming to Disney+. Plus. On the 2nd is both The Sandlot and The Sandlot 2. They'll be available. The first one is a classic. And on July 7th, Monsters at Work, Episode 1. This new series picks up the day after Mike and Sully of Monsters, Inc. discovered that children's laughter generates 10 times the energy that their screams do. On the 9th, Marvel's newest edition, Black Widow, will be coming to theaters and to Disney Plus for those who want to pay $30 for premiere access. I'll wait for a month to gain access to it through my regular subscription. There are also several shark shows coming out on the 9th as well as throughout the entire month of July. Then on the 14th, we will get the series finale of Loki. I have a very short episode that I released with my thoughts after watching the first episode and I'll have a summary of my thoughts on the show after seeing the final episode. Up now will be what's coming to Hulu. For the first of the month, I'm just going to ramble off all of the movies that stuck out to me. For your information, almost all of them are movies that are very well rated. Let's go. 127 hours. 28 days later. 28 weeks later. Beetlejuice. Big Fish. Bohemian Rhapsody. Caddyshack. 1, 2, and 3. Chuck. 
2017, Cliffhanger, Coyote Ugly, Dangerous Minds, Dumb and Dumber, my first review ever, Enemy at the Gates, Fargo, Galaxy Quest, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Ice Age, The Mask, Personal Shopper, which is a semi-recent horror movie, Reno 911, Miami, the movie, Robocop, 1, 2, and 3, Rookie of the Year, Something's Gotta Give, Space Jam, Stand By Me, Super Troopers, Take Shelter, which is a movie that will be featured in a future episode of Messin' With Media. That episode will be titled, It's a Cruel, Cruel World. Taken. And last up is The Terminator. Then, on July 2nd, we have Summer of Should, a Hulu original about a span of six weeks in 1969 when thousands of people attended the Harlem Cultural Festival. And Bill and Ted Face the Music will also be available. It is the long-awaited third movie in the Bill and Ted franchise, which came out last year. On the third is Dreamcatcher, a 2021 horror mystery thriller. The early audience feedback is solid at 73%, but those early Rotten Tomatoes ratings are always questionable, and it's sitting at a 2.7 on IMDb. On the ninth is a new 2021 film, which appears to be all the rage right now. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And I'll cheat again because this is a fairly big release. On the 15th, American Horror Stories Double Feature will be released. It's a two-episode limited series premiere for the newest season of AHS. And last but not least, what's coming to Amazon Prime? On the 1st, we have Braveheart, a must-watch movie. Clear and Present Danger, a very well-received movie by all. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, one of, if not the best, spaghetti western films in history. Hobgoblins, one of the many Gremlins knockoffs. Manhattan, another well-received film. Payback, I vaguely remember this movie and I think I enjoyed it. It's an action crime drama from 1999 which stars Mel Gibson. Pie, yet another really well-received movie. Pootie Tang, Not a very well-received movie, but I figure there may be one or two helpless souls out there who would be happy to rewatch this on a lazy Sunday. Scrooged, which is a great movie, however, July may not be the best time of the year to watch it. All nine of the Star Trek movies that were released in the 20th century will be available. Breakfast at Tiffany's, yet another really well-received movie, many would call it the heartbeat of the 80s. And last up for the first of the month is the movie Nerve, a well-liked movie from 2016 featuring Emma Roberts in a fast-moving thriller about internet voyeurism and a twisted and potentially deadly game of truth or dare. On July 4th, we have The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, another very well-received movie. And last up for this episode, on the 13th, Mr. Robot Season 2 is being released, which I know is a really well-made and liked show. Unfortunately, I haven't made the time to watch it myself. Thank you for listening. I hope this has helped you. Come back for the second half of this month. There are a few goodies coming out. That episode is always shorter, and in about one minute, I'll be recording that episode. Take care, and I'll see you soon.